What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 419th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. Last episode of July, I think. Coming out after your GoFest weekend. I can't believe GoFest was so amazing. They gave us 10 shiny Mew. It was incredible. I, I, I can't even... I can't even formulate into words what an incredible weekend this was. I'm surprised you only got 10. <laughs> I mean, you don't, must not have been trying hard enough. Don't tell him oh, what we yeah. got. Yeah, okay. My name is SGJ, <laughs> host. We're actually recording this before GoFest because Will, Will is going to be out of town. I said, don't blame it on me. Blame it on Cole McCune. It's true. Yeah. Uh, Will here, Greg here. Yeah, I'm um, I'm going to be sad <laughs> this entire episode because it is now official as of the date of the publication of this program that of all the podcasts that I co-host, I am the only person who is not married. Oh! And heck, I've only had one date since like 2013, so <laughs> this is, things are not Wait. looking bright. Anyways, listen to my, if you enjoy the bitter taste of tears, like Angostura bitters in your drink, enjoy the, 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 the delicious flavor of my tears throughout this program. All right. Well, we got a show for you guys today. No Come clue. Back on that one. No clue how uh, GoFest went or happened i'm sure it'd be fine this is what their fourth one they've done m millions of community days they've done the genesect thing they did the other things i'm sure it'll be fine i'm sure and you know what's nice is they don't have to worry about any kind of mobile signal access <laughs> not True. their problem this year the only people that have to worry are people from new zealand because they go first <laughs> that's really what oh, it comes yeah. down to it is 10 hours both days uh from 10 a.m to 8 p.m both days saturday sunday I was actually saying this on my Twitch stream. I don't know who's dedicating all 20 hours of a 48-hour period. I'm sure I'm sure plenty of people are. Uh, oh, I don't definitely. Think... We hope it doesn't take up too much of your time. As somebody who's actually gone to GoFest, at a certain point, your body wants to give up faster than you do. <laughs> all that walking, especially if you're playing outside in the sun. But I suppose there are a bunch of people who might be playing at home. Or yeah. might be playing in their yeah. car where it's air conditioned. So, I will say I'm very sad that we won't be seeing like all of the listeners and everybody that we usually get yep. to see get together at GoFest. That's that's a big disappointment for me. Yeah, those are always next year unless things get worse. Oh boy, <laughs> well, let's not let's not plan that far out and get the heartbreak. It's already pretty much that we aren't going to Worlds. Speaking of heartbreak, we got a heartbreaking news article to start off with. Oh, oh great! No. What is Depression Central? This is why we don't do this on Wednesdays. The, yeah, we're not not even halfway through the week. All right, here we go. Pokemon Rumble Rush service ending. What? July twenty first. Oh, yep. I'll tell you why. Wait, that means it's already ended. It ended yesterday. Yeah. It, it's because it's a horizontal game. Pokemon Go and Pokemon Masters have some words with you. <laughs> No, they were vertical. No, Rush was Rush was vertical too. Was it? Yeah, Rush was yeah. vertical. Oh, okay. The mobile game no longer available. Services ended. Rumble Rush has been retired. Services for the mobile game have ended. From this point on, you cannot install it or for the first time update the app. You can also not play any previous versions 
installed of the app. Additionally, unused diamonds can no longer be used or redeemed. Thank you for enjoying Pokemon Rumble Rush. That was off Pokemon.com. That is so, um, what's the word? Like disingenuous? Because nobody enjoyed that game. (laughs) (laughs) There's probably a person. A person. One person with the big Rumble Rush fanatic. I think I installed the game. I think. I mean, you install a lot of things, buddy. That's true. The question is, did I open it? I don't think I did. I think you did on, at one point, I'm pretty sure you did. I just don't think Umbrella makes good games. (sighs) I can't get into that debate again. But well, there's no debate. I mean, they just don't. There's not a game under. <laughs> there's not a game under their umbrella that they've they've made that was good. Well, but now that they've been bought out by Tencent, I'm sure they'll start improving their production. Mm, yeah, that is not true. They have not been bought by Tencent yet. Not oh, that I mean, yet I know it's like everybody's going to get bought by Tencent at some point in time. That's. I mean, that's it. That's it for Rumble Rush. Uh, I know there was like a shaman event last week they did to like say farewell. I guess I'm not in a position where I'm playing a game that is ending, so I don't know what that feels like. Rips your heart right out of your chest, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Like, by, by the time Destiny ended, Destiny 2 was... No, 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 there. I'm sorry. Destiny is a 10-year game. That's what my friend told me when yeah. he convinced me to buy the PS4 wow. specifically to pay a 10-year <laughs> game, Will. We played three of those 10 years. What year are we in that we would have been? I don't know. <laughs> we are like in year seven. They could have been in the home stretch at this point in time if they hadn't given up. Speaking of mobile games, I almost said giving up. Pokemon Masters. <laughs> Full disclosure, I am partnered with DNA. I do want to go on the record that I am unhappy. Did they nerf Super Course Egg Drops? And I just am unaware. Yeah, I think they did. Are they only doing the bug eggs and nothing else? I mean, it could be that it's locked into the bug egg course because they want you to do the bug egg course. Because I have gotten an egg every time I've done a repeat bug course. So it's possible that they just want that. I don't know. Like, they, if they did that, shouldn't they tell us? Yeah, <laughs> I think Yes. I still like doing my super courses mostly for the eggs. I mean, the rewards are fine, but I I do like the egg mechanic. Anyways, this gets to the egg stuff that is happening in Masters. This is off Pokemon.com as well. Hatch, Scyther, Pinsir, and more during the Pokemon Masters bug-type egg event. I do think this event is good. Pokemon Masters players may start feeling a bit bugged while hatching eggs. That's because a special uh, bug-type egg event is on the way from now until August 2nd. You can win an event. You can win a, an event battle to receive an egg per, from Professor Bellis by placing this egg inside the incubator. You can hatch it into a bug type Pokemon such as Scyther, Pinsir, or others. Others, as far as I know, is Weedle and Venonat. This event uh, battle can be repeated and replayed for a reduced chance of obtaining bug type eggs. Plus, there's even more buggy. Fo- Who wrote this? There's more buggy fun <laughs> with the return of your boy Guzma. It does say that. It does say your boy Guzma. The five-star bug type sync pair Guzma and Golisopod is back again for the scout spot, spotlight scout. So you have another chance to scout the team skull boss on your team. Pokemon Masters is free. What they don't say in this press release is you do get a free, well, as of this recording, an 11-day free incubator, which is great. 
unlimited use for the 11 days. Two incubators instead of the one you have, which is nice. I, I can't I can't pull for Guzma with with the like fancy Steven Stone around the corner. I I gotta I gotta yeah, save save your pulls. Up. Saving my pulls too. I got I got I got my boy Guzma, and now I'm waiting for my boy Steven. Steven I mean, Stone if, summer if could, version. If you could get good, you wouldn't have to worry about your pulls. There you yeah, go. You're not wrong. You do get a higher chance of increasing the egg drops if you use bug-type trainers. So I think Guzma is undoubtedly the best bug-type sync pair. Yeah. But I will suggest to you not to uh, maybe stay away from the <laughs> the sync pair with the Surskit. She, mm, don't, maybe not, maybe. Hey, hold up. Woo. Okay, her ability to heal, though, on those when you do just fantastic, that heal lets, like, basically she becomes a tank, and so you can do whatever you want with uh, Guzma, because they'll attack, then you just have to hit one attack and she'll, he and she'll heal, because I have her as a masquerade, so... Yes, masquerade, yeah, I leveled, I leveled her up all the way to, like, 100 for this event. Oh, jeez. Do you want to talk about which which pairs <laughs> of the bug pairs are actually good? Because no, it's well, I didn't want to level none. up. <laughs> I didn't want to like pick a scyther or a pincer from the eggs because Nolan has a pincer. He's a four star sync pair. Yeah, so Nolan is good and Guzma is good. Yeah, so I leveled up Nolan. So I would suggest if you're picking just one bug type person to level up, and you have what's her name? Viola, Viola, Viola. Viola? Yeah. Maybe put your energy into Nolan if you have Nolan, because Mega Pincer is pretty good. But the reason I didn't want to like assign my own character a Pincer or a Scyther is because I was like, well, what if I get a shiny one that I want to assign mm. that and then I want to level that up? But I've had no such luck yet. Okay, so here's the thing. There are no good support type bugs. There just aren't. There aren't any in that in that area. Both Noland, Pincer, and Golisopod are physical strikers, which is unfortunate that they're both physical strikers, but they're both they're both equal. For tech, literally the only tech one is Viola and Masquerade. And they are also tier two. So your I mean your choices are so incredibly limited, but at least Masquerade gives you a tech, a different type that's not a physical striker. Not that that's that important. Like this, this event is what not is particularly Bugsy hard. not recovery or support? I don't. I no, have, I've never leveled a Bugsy, so. so I don't know what he does. Not very Wait, much. Not very much. I think Bugsy is also strike. Let me look for Bugsy. Hold on. Yeah, Bugsy is physical strike, also, and tier four <laughs> of the tiers is bad. The Weedles I have seem to be support that I got from eggs. Maybe that's yeah, the what they egg, want you to do. The eggs maybe. Now, I mean, this isn't this is talking about existing pairs. I don't know. I haven't looked up. But for existing pairs, those are the ones. Yeah, there are there is Beedrill support. I guess that would fill that role. I don't know how good that is since it's new. It's brand new. I don't know that there's been a ton. Is there Yeah, there's also a tech Beedrill. So, yeah, cuz the well, I think the eggs unless unless it's a shiny cuz the shinies are are set. Yeah, I just feel like looking at 
the moves tech, I mean, support Scyther is just going to be better than Weedle. Isn't that how it always is, though? <laughs> yeah. better than Weedle. <laughs> it's like, we're not, I mean, just like, because support Scyther has X speed all, which is amazing. And strike together, which raises the attack and speed of all allied sync pairs. So, like, those two things right there are super strong for support. Um, Fury Cutter is the, uh, X Scissor is, is good. Um, you know, for two cost, 50 power, it's pretty good. Like, I guess Fury Cutter is supposed to increase each time you use it, but it starts so low. It starts at nine. <laughs> like, not going to sit, and there's a 95% accuracy, but I think X Speed All and Strike Together are the things that make that Scyther really good. Because Support Beedrill is X Defense, which is not great. Does have Strike Together, which is good. Poison Sting, which is really weak. I just think, like, if you're going to use one to fill in the support, go try to get a Support Scyther. Some other mobile news here. Pokemon Cafe Mix, also with an update. I haven't played in a while. Which Pokemon are we losing this time so I can cry some more? Recruit, Sobble, Pikachu, Executor, and Belossum. Which Executor? I'm assuming regular. Probably it would, regular. It, 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 they usually say, Pokemon.com usually puts a lull in before. A variety of new updates have arrived in Cafe Mix that will make your cafe more delightful than ever before. New Pokemon are arriving at the cafe, and there's plenty of new stages to complete until July 29th. Sobble will appear in your cafe as a customer. If you save up your orders for Sobble and strengthen your friendship during the event, it will join you as staff. Watch out for special challenge cards, too. Sobble may only be found for a limited time, but you can expect Pikachu, Executor, and Blossom to stop on your cafe by a regular ba on a regular basis. Like other Pokemon customers, serving them delicious dishes will convince them to come back and work at your cafe. Two new item menus have been added, so your customers are bound to get a tasty treat. There are over 50 new orders to dish out as well, along with 25 Master Cafe orders for expert players. Two new gimmicks also appeared, <laughs> so prepare to adjust your strategy to deal with them. Cafe Mix is available for the Nintendo Switch, iOS, and Android devices. What is special challenge cards? Oh, I'm sure it's like oh, makes it you have to do harder stuff. There are so there are cards that you have to complete certain tasks to fill them out, and once you do all the tasks on the card, you get you get more acorns usually, or whatever. I think they're acorns. I don't know what they are. Yeah, they're acorns. But yeah, if you fill everything out usually, or sometimes like you fill it out and like Sobble shows up or, you know, it invites one of the ones you're missing. Mm. I feel like Cafe Mix has already gotten significantly more love in the last month than Rumble Rush did in the last year. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> yeah, yes. pretty much. Cafe Mix is here to stay. Well, Cafe Mix is good and it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. It's hard. I don't want more gimmicks. I don't need more items that mess up my gameplay. Yeah, it certainly is a deceivingly complex game. You it is. But at those higher levels, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> the baskets are in the middle, but you put all the tomatoes on the sides in a hole. How is that fair? More mobile news. Pokemon Go. Go Battle League Season 3 to begin Monday, July 27th. Season 2 of the Battle League is near ending. And we're excited to share what happened within the last several weeks. Okay. 
<laughs> sure. Uh, there were a lot of changes that happened in season two. Trainers who reached rank 10 earned a new avatar pose. We tested out the Premier Cup format. It was also well-received, so we decided to bring it back for Season 3. Also, we're excited to share that trainers have completed 1 billion battles in Go Battle League. Season 2 rewards, Season 3 timeline, and what to expect. Season 3 will be available July 27th at 1pm. Your end of rewards for Season 2 will be available on the battle screen. You can expect the similar end of season rewards for Season 2, except that you will receive... An elite fast TM instead of an elite charge TM if you reach rank 7 or higher. Season 3 will follow the same league rotation as Season 2, and the schedule will be noted below. With a notable addition, the Premier Cup is now coming to Ultra League 2. So Great League will run July 27th to August 10th. Ultra League and Premier Cup will run August 10th to August 24th. Master League and Premier Cup will run August 24th to September 7th. All three leagues and Premier Cup, no CP limit, will be available Monday, September 7th to September 14th. Season 4 will begin September 14th. These dates are tentative, so please be sure to keep up to date for any changes. The following will stay the same in Season 3. There is no walking requirement. Friendship level requirement for battling remotely will remain at good friends throughout Season 3. Remember, you can scan another trainer's QR code to battle them, no matter where they are. The Avatar, inspi the avatar items inspired by Pikachu Lib Libre will be continued at rank 7. The battles win and ratings required will remain the same. What is new, though? Whew. More cups will be added. In the addition to the Ultra League Premier Cup, we're introducing a Flying Cup where only Flying-type Pokemon will be allowed. The Flying Cup will be available during an upcoming event. More details to come. That actually sounds cool. I'm sure it'll be nothing but Altaria. <laughs> <laughs> based on trainer's feedback, we decided to... Oh, and Skarmory. Uh, based on trainer's feedback, we decided to re remove the Battle Until You Win feature for Season 3. Your guaranteed reward encounters will be different. At Rank 1, Pidgeot. Rank 4, Galarian Zigzagoon. Rank 7, Galarian Farfetch. Rank 8, Rufflet. Rank 9, everyone's favorite flying Pokemon, Scraggy. Yay! Although I guess Zigzagoon's not flying. <laughs> Pikachu Libre at rank 10. Depends on how hard you throw it. <laughs> yep. If you reach rank 10, you will earn a brand new avatar pose and avatar item. For the premium track rewards, you will earn rare candies after your fourth win. Uh, the number of rare candies have been reduced from 8 to 6. Trainers who finish Season 3 at rank 7 or higher will get an Elite Charge TM. Uh, otherwise, it is the same. More, though. Additionally, we have two... This seems so complex for somebody who's, like, maybe on the fence of, like, getting into this. Like, oh, all of these, like, different leagues that you have to keep up with. Each league has a different meta. They're doing this flaunt. I don't know. Just seems like a lot. Additionally, we have two Go Battle League themed events for Season 3. Be on the lookout. The following existing attacks have been updated for trainers. Drill Peck will deal more damage. Brave Bird will deal more damage and lower the user's attack. Infestation is a bug-type attack. will generate energy more quickly. Hex, ghost-type fast attack, generate energy more quickly. Powder Snow deals more damage. Blizzard deals more damage. Flash Cannon requires more energy. Focus Blast. 
deals less damage. Moonblast has a decreased chance of lowering your uh, opponent's attack. The following existing attacks have been updated for gyms and raids. Drill Peck, more damage. Brave Bird, more damage. Hex, more quickly. The following type of Pokemon cannot learn these attacks. Now they can. Bravery can now learn Close Combat. Obama Snow can learn Ice-type Weather Ball. Pelipper can learn Water-type Weather Ball. Empoleon can learn Drill Peck. Wait a minute. What, wait, who? Skarmory learned close. No, who learned close? Bra- Bravery. Bravery. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah, Bravery usually runs close combat in the video game. Bravery doesn't have arms. Hey, it's not saying close combat needs arms. It's saying that they're close and they're combating. Fighting, you can it's combat a fighting with your beak. type move. No. Have you ever seen the animation for that thing? You run in and you punch that dude. <laughs> Have you ever seen an eagle poke out some evils are oh, eagles. <laughs> evils. Eagles are evil. They can well, they can yes, do some damage. Agreed. They I just they don't they can't punch. That's the problem. And if they're trying to kick, they only got the two legs, they're gonna fall. I I, just, I I I don't see how they this can be. They flap in the air and claw your eyes out like That's a good eagle should. That's not a close should. combat. This, this though. is That's the thing. <laughs> is it close? Because it's in your face. And is it combat? We're fighting. I, I think it goes against fighting. the spirit. I, who do I petition to have this removed? Mister Pokemon. Mister okay. Pokemon. Yeah. Is this, is this the hill we want to die on? Bravery, knowing this, a fighting yes. type. Yes. This is the hill that I want to die on. Yes. <laughs> if anybody should know close combat, it's Vullaby. Why? Because he's cute and you want to give him a little hug. And then he's like, I'm going to combat you while you're hugging me. <laughs> All right, that's fair. <laughs> Argue with that logic, I guess. I mean, it is a dark type. So yeah, totally turn on you. It's like, love me. This is uh, off the Nintendo America official Twitter. The fight what? rages on. Nintendo Switch online members will experience the full Pokemon fighting game, Pokemon Tournament DX, from July 29th to August 4th. You can download the trial right now. What a, what a birthday present. <laughs> it's what you asked for. Yeah, I've been telling Nintendo for, for eons, give me... You have said seven free days of Pokemon tournament and on every on every Twitch stream on every episode. How much you love fighting games! I am a fighter. I really love Smash Brothers and Pokemon DX. I have heard it a million times, and now that you get what yep. you want, you spit in its face. I agree. Quit now, fraud! Look, if they're adding bravery with close combat for the fighting game, I'm in. <laughs> they are. No, they're not. No. Who is in this game anymore? I haven't... Uh, <laughs> well, it's not like they've added anybody. I know, but like I played it on the Wii U, I'm pretty sure, and then forgot about it. And didn't they add people when I came played to the it on Switch? the Wii U, and I beat Steve, and that's when he stopped playing. Ooh. That's true. I retired. Will, Will is the better fighting type bravery. I'm pretty sure they... Did they have Decidueye when I yeah. played it on the... Blastoise, I think, is the newest one. I'm not sure. Blastoise about this. is in this. Yeah, yeah, it's part of the DLC. Is it supposed to be in this picture? No, it's not in the picture. Blastoise okay. and one other Pokemon got added. I don't remember anything now I have about to this look. game. Pokemon I, I, I'm tournament. gonna 
DX. I'm going to guess that this was always planned uh, because Worlds would have been around this time. True. And mm. people probably would have watched. It's really easy to watch a fighting game. Uh, it's much True. easier to watch a fighting game than it is the TCG or the video game. And so I'm assuming that this was always planned because people would have watched Worlds. They would have got suckered in to be like, well, it's the only thing on the big screen is Pokemon Tournament. We're waiting for the next match, so might as well watch it. And then they go, oh, during the intermission, they go, there's a free trial on Switch. And you go, well, it's free. I might as well download it. Um, so I think this was always planned. I, th- I don't think this was actually out of nowhere. It's just there's no World Tournament to line this up with. There are a lot of battlers. Well, I mean, it's a tournament. There's no Blastoise in this game. Yes, There's there Napoleon. is. Blastoise is in the game. I promise you. Is it in the DLC? Yes. Oh, okay. It was like a DLC two pack, and Blastoise was the second character. I can't remember the first one. It was a two pack. Oh, Aegislash. Yeah, it was a battle. Yeah, no. So you had to. It was twenty dollars, and it came with two characters. So the first wave was Aegislash, and then Aegislash's mm. support Pokemon were uh, Mega Rayquaza and Mimikyu. And then the second one was Blastoise, and then Blastoise's support characters were Mew and Celebi. That's okay. I'm East Coast, not West Coast. So, and it was, I believe, it was 19.99 for the DLC for two characters. Jeez. And I, all right, pretty sure people were upset about it being 20 bucks. Oh, Decidueye was added to the Switch version. See, I didn't play Decidueye. That's why I didn't. I didn't play this game much. Get. Your Pokemon Tournament DX, <laughs> I guess. I mean, you can play it for free. It's free. Nah, I won't. I think I'm all right. Speaking of being all right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we have some more news. Stop going to Sam's Club. Stop buying the four-gallon tub of peanut butter. Okay, but Sam's Club has some really good deals. Stop, 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 stop going to Sam's Club. Ah, the 18 pounds of cream cheese is on sale. Somehow, I got two dogs that need pills. You can't eat 18 pounds of cream cheese before they expire. The 18 pounds of cream cheese is on sale. The 18 pounds of cream cheese is on An afternoon with Evie and friends, Espeon from Funko at the Pokemon Center. All right, I already have questions. <laughs> Before we've even gotten started. But do, do your thing. You do your thing. You let me know when it's question time. All right. Okay. Okay. We got some world-class writing with this one, too. You don't need to be a psychic to know that something new has arrived in the Pokemon Center. It's Espeon, the latest figure of Funko's An Afternoon with Eevee and Friends. This monthly series of collectible highlights Eevee in each evolution's Pokemon's multiple forms, and this month's star is the Psychic-type Pokemon. True to its Pokedex category, the adorable Sun Pokemon can be seen chilling out on a rock while basking in the warm ray of the sun. Espeon does, after all, use the orb on its forehead to harness a glow of the sun in order to build up power. Does this Pokemon's subtle smirk means mean that it's simply enjoying this serene scene? Or is its grin due to its growing confidence that its mental might will help it defeat its opponents? 
That's up for you to decide. <laughs> or is it going to wreck your house? There's a limited quality of these figures available, so head over to PokemonCenter.com. quality. Limited quantity. <laughs> limited qu- quality. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they're I good, mean, sometimes both, they're both bad. Both are probably accurate. <laughs> I mean, you guys bought the Christmas train. The Christmas train was much worse than the day with Pikachu figures. All right, is it question time yet? Yeah, it's question. You can ask. Okay. Hit my question is... <laughs> Why, why did they have to do Espeon dirty? Because, Greg, you will understand this. Okay. Steve, you will not understand this. This is clearly the sculptor's intent is to demonstrate that Espeon is Narcissus. Yeah. He is staring at his reflection in the puddle, and that is all he cares about. And he is lost in his own reflection. So he's smirking. How rude. Espeon is a sweet, lovable, it gives its all for its trainer. It is not self-obsessed and solipsistic. I mean, as long as you keep it away from a puddle, you're fine. But now we know its true weakness. (sighs) Is its its own image. Its own image will stare (laughs) at that thing till it dies. It's love for itself. I just, the minute I saw it, I was like, I can't believe, like, are all the other Afternoon with Evie, like, Greek myths as well? I don't know. Let's into look. sculpture? How do I find them? You just click on the link. I, no, I, see, I don't see it, because, like, what, Flareon's, like, sniffing a leaf, and Glaceon's, like, I made some ice where there's not some ice supposed to be. Sylveon's just happy and dancing, and they done, they done Espeon dirty. Flareon's burning to berries sure it is why is it burning two berries you gotta cook them before you eat them dude and that horror horrible vaporeon which never should have been made that oh my <laughs> gives me the shivers every single time <sighs> i yeah i i'm just so disappointed don't you think Espeon should have been like floating or just like smiling and happy like sylveon is Ugh. It's no, it's no Sylveon, though. So, that's true. That's no. true. Maybe that's why it's just wrapped up in its own image, because it didn't get the ribbons. It's sad. It wants to be better. It's thinking, trainer, why didn't you make me Sylveon? I guess. There you go. All right. It was a rhetorical question, Steve. There's no true answer to this. I figured as Although, much. If you put the Vaporeon and the Espeon together, does their water match up? Uh, Glaceon also has water. Uh, if you, you put think them they all together, go into a circle or something. They must. Probably, yeah. I, I, yeah, I would see it with the original little Eevee, uh, one in the middle, maybe. Yeah, with the two Eevees. Somebody buy all of them and then take a picture of it <laughs> Steve, for me. Buy all Thank of you. them. Put uh, it on the I, I bet he's already been doing it. Hasn't no, he? I haven't bought any. Of that. I'm not a huge Eevee fan. <sighs> What? You're a Pikachu fan? Yeah, I like the Pikachu. Me and Pikachu well, go way back. Too late now because Flareon sold out. <laughs> Aw, wrecked. Don't How tell me Flareon that Glaceon sold is sold out. Like, That's because they, they only pl- made like 20 Flareon because they didn't need it. They, were, they <laughs> knew. Oh, don't start. <laughs> Vaporeon like, we... sold out. Glaceon sold out. People are like, these are the beanie babies of the 2020s. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't done so already, uh, we are 
Nominations for the podcast awards are still open for our show for People's Choice and for Gaming and Hobbies. Podcastawards.com. It's in the show notes. Uh, it closes on July 31st. If you want to do a, a birthday present to me and a late birthday present to Greg and Will, there you go. There you go. That's very easy. And then on August 1st, we'll see if we actually get nominated. And then that'll put us in the finals for the final round of voting. So uh, other birthday news is I am doing a birthday stream on July 29th. So if you want to come and say hi and hang out, we will pl- be playing, unfortunately, Kale of Darkness. <laughs> is that an Umbrella game? No, it's a genius. Gale of Darkness is so good. No, it's not. <laughs> well, then why yeah, are you playing is. it on your birthday? Why are you bringing unhappiness into your life when you have a cho- you you make choices that you could choose things that make you happy, and yet you choose things that make you unhappy? Why? Why is this? It's because I decided to be a Twitch streamer. It, is that bringing you happiness? <laughs> <laughs> Some days. Do we need to step back and reflect upon Look, where we no. are in the world and where I... we want to be? Reflection is bad. Ribbons on Pokemon bring me happiness. Ah. And you gotta start with either Colosseum or Gale of Darkness. All right. I have a bone to pick with you. Did you make this voting bracket? Voting bracket? There is a voting bracket to pick which shadow Pokemon I will pick for my ribbon journey. But by the time the podcast will go up, we'll already be into like semifinals here. Dang. Well, are you talking about the 16 Pokemon? Yeah. That was Twitch chat picked those 16. Never right, but allow did you, Twitch did chat you, to pick did anything. Did pair these up? We randomized it. It was the only fair way to do it. So mad at you right now. What? What did I do? You put Rosalia against Lapras. Oh, Rosalia wouldn't that easy. Oh, Lapras G-Maxes. Lapras is doofy looking. <laughs> And you know people are going to like be like, ooh, Lapras, I can ride it and I get a pool floaty. Done me dirty. Uh, the, Done no, me no, dirty. I, I think Roselia will win this one. I think, yeah, I think Roselia will be fine against Lapras. The real the real question is Lickitung versus Solra. <laughs> yeah, that one. I, okay, I stared. Okay, I stared at that one and could not decide. It's tough. For a very long time. The other one that killed me was Sableye versus Farfetch'd. Yeah, that one's tough, too. I There are... How is that tough? Sableye wins. I mean, Sableye wins in my heart all the time. But people who follow Steve are going to be like, ooh, oh. Farfetch'd, though. Wait, is it Galarian Farfetch'd or original Farfetch'd? Original. Garbage. Original. Throw it in the trash. I mean, there is no contest between Golduck and Quillfish. Yeah, Quillfish all the way. It is the year of the quillfish. Cool <laughs> it's the year of the gold quil- duck all the way. You threw a master ball to catch your gold duck. Yeah, that's the olden days. Everything. This is this is too upsetting. I gotta get. I'm this. sorry. Times change. People it's, change with the times. Roll with it. It's a rough bracket. There's one Pokemon I think I want to win really bad, but I cannot reveal it. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, interesting. It's There's, probably something that G maxes because you actually care about that. G maxing is cool, um, but also uh, this this is my hint. This ribbon Pokemon has to do a lot of battling. <laughs> Look, <laughs> a lot buddy. of battling, and there are some Pokemon in that list that cannot hold their weight in battle at all. Look, Pokemon of the week is my thing. Get out of my 
box. <laughs> you don't do hints yeah, okay. and allegations. But you also have to do a lot of contests. And there are certain Pokemon on this list that are going to be way better at that, Rosalia. Milotic? Milotic, no, please. It is not Lickitung. I don't think Phoebus or Milotic were ever Shadow Pokemon. I don't oh. think so. Uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't want to slog through. Gale of Darkness would be a significantly better game if they Here removed two thirds of the battles. There are so many <laughs> battles. <laughs> That's the point of the game. Wait, in a game about Pokemon battling, there are too many. That's like saying in Pokemon tournament, there are too many tournaments and not enough clothing. There's options. not enough close combat in Pokemon tournament. That's the problem. Ugh. Ugh. Well, Gale yeah, of Darkness I, is a great game. When when you remove the catching mechanic, or you make it so gimmicky that you're only catching like once every hour in that game, instead of you know however much you want in a main series game, and you only focus on the battling, you realize there's just too much battling. <laughs> <laughs> you are the worst. Look, if if there if if there was a better selection of Pokemon, if there was a better move selection, maybe the battling wouldn't be that bad. Don't even get me started on Lotad. Don't even get me started on the amount of Lotad you have to slay okay. to get through the end of Look, that game. every game has its Lotad. So that's just a Pokemon standard. How many Lotad do you think are in Gale Darkness? I'm gonna say at least eighty that you have to knock out. I can honestly say I never played Gale of Darkness because I never had a game. This is this is what I need. I need a we're fighting Lotad counter, and I need a I need a we're fighting <laughs> any Pokemon that is not Lotad counter, and I guarantee you the Lotad counter will be higher at the end of that game. You are in control of this happening. Set it up. I will set it up. They should call I it better Gale. See that on your Twitch stream, Gale of Lotad. <laughs> <laughs> Lotad of Darkness. All right. I mean, but Mirror B, though. Mirror B, though. Let me say one good thing about Gale Darkness. It has good music. Oh, it has great music. The amount of people who were like, what is this song? And the minute the minute the video started, I'm like, oh, dang, I love this song. It's so good. <laughs> I, the Gale of Darkness songs are so good. I made, I made it's a, so jazzy. I made a trailer. Very proud of it. Spent several hours on it. I love to make little like announcement trailers for when we do big things on Twitch. And so because it was a ribbon quest, I found all this stock footage of, of like these ribbons falling from the sky and stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, I'll use that because I'm... Not going to use Pokemon footage or whatever. And uh, I was like, well, I'll pick a Gale of Darkness song. So, you know, when somebody's watching it, once, th once they hear the song and they've played Gale of Darkness, they'll know right off the bat, right? And then, you know, if, if the viewer is savvy enough in the first couple seconds, they'll be like, oh, this is Ribbon. Steve must be doing a Ribbon quest because this is something we've talked about for, for years is to do a Ribbon quest. It's, you know, a very big time-consuming project. And, be, and there were, there, I didn't think about this. There was a third set of people that didn't know Gale of Darkness's mu uh, music and didn't put like didn't understand the ribbons meant ribbon quest and they were like why is this trailer so sexual <laughs> what <laughs> it's a very jazzy song yeah it's a very it's jazzy a very song good jazzy and it's like song. red and gold ribbon 
even Irene was like, ooh, this is kind yeah, of it's uh, such a good song. Adult. And I was like, this is just Gale of Darkness movie music. <laughs> it's I like forgot. they like play that song when you're in like the rock yeah. town. It's not even <laughs> It's such a good song, no? It is um, one I of forgot the best about the special Mew stuff in Gale of Darkness. Mew I'm stuff. Yeah, if you transfer a Mew over from Emerald, there's a guy that teaches that will teach it over a hundred different moves, and there are six moves that it can't learn that it can learn here that it cannot learn anywhere else in any other way. Mm. Or it was at the time. I, I they probably are in now, but well, that that'll be happening on uh, on Wednesday, July 29th. So if you want to come by, say happy birthday, just hang out. I know we always get a couple people every week saying they listen to the podcast first time in Twitch, so we'll be doing that. Spending my birthday with you all. The show always seems to come full circle here. I guess this is like a the I this is the this is the pe- thing people click on. They want to know. You put Pokemon card sells for this amount of money. Oh, not again. Oh, no. Not only do we have one of these articles this week, we have two of these articles this week. They're they're coming out of nowhere. This is off Kotaku. Dad who doesn't even like Pokemon selling his card collection for $30,000. How much? 30k. For what? I will tell you. A 34-year-old father from England who does not nor has ever liked Pokemon <laughs> still managed to get his hands Is this on a- that like Josh dude. Is it him? I don't know if they say the dude's name. Okay. Managed to get his hands on a complete set of original cards when he was a kid. uh, And so is now selling them to somebody who can appreciate a little more. Nigel Brooks. Nigel Brooks. That is like the most English of names. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It's like England (laughs) distilled into one name. Nigel Brooks. (laughs) Was given the set as a gift from his mother as his appreciation for hard work and what he did for looking after his little brother. His bro did like Pokemon. And had gotten swindled out of some of the best cards by shady local kids. This is and great. your dad. Great aid journalism here. Um, quote, I found the kids and got my brother's cards back. So as a present, my mom bought me this rare collection direct from Pokemon creators in the U.S. for about 300 pounds. Brooke told the mirror. I wasn't actually interested in Pokemon. I was disappointed at the time because they didn't include all the Pokemon in the national decks. Oh, wait, no, that's not what it says. I was disappointed at the time. <laughs> Would you stop? <laughs> because Clickbait. <laughs> I was disappointed at the time because the collection was one of my birthday presents. So to me, it was a waste of a present. <gasps> Recognizing they may be someday worth something someday. Brooks hung on to them, but until recently... Had, uh, after his daughter offered to buy them off for six pounds, he decided to go and get them officially valued. The complete 103 first gen, first, uh, first gen set, which the mother paid for $380 USD, is now estimated at between 31,000 to 44,000 USD at least. My kids are growing up. I want to be able to give them really a special childhood. So with this money, we can really set ourselves up for the future. Brooks says of his decided decision to sell. Uh, although this article doesn't say if he did sell it. Also, this article doesn't say. I'm assuming the cards are probably first edition. 
Oh, yeah, they must be to be worth that much. Yeah, I mean, 30K is a good chunk of change. Well, it'll get you half half tuition at an American university. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know what colleges are costed in the UK, but 30000 is, yeah, about. All right, number two. World's most expensive Pokemon card sells for 250K. This will get you a tuition. Yeah, it would. <laughs> yeah. It gave me a lot of things. What? The newest world record Pokemon card sale took place earlier this month at Zen Plus. An American customer did purchase the Pokemon Illustrator card for $250,000. We've talked about this card before. It's sold before. Uh, the last one sold in 2019, which we did cover, for $195,000. I I doesn't say if this is the same card being sold. I think we know that there's not a lot of these in existence anymore. That's pretty much the entire article. It just this is now the most expensive. <laughs> the most expensive card was this card at 195k last year. This card is still now the most expensive card at 250k this year. Um and if you don't know what the illustrator card is, it was a card that was given out in Japan only for a contest. It was like an illustration contest. 39 people won the card uh, in 1998. Only 39 of these cards apparently exist. How many of them are in the garbage or lost the time or had water spilled on them or in somebody's attic never to be seen again? I don't know, probably half of them. Probably maybe at least two of them. Uh, We don't know how many cards are left in existence. People love those expensive cards. I don't know. Maybe next week we'll have another one of this card sold for 300000 I would find that hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> Two Sword and Shield articles here. First one being both off Pokemon.com. There is a new tournament. We should have covered this last week. By the time this podcast goes up, registration will be closed. But from Wednesday... Which ball guy shirt do I get as a reward? No That's ball the guy. Let's, no, no ball guy. I'm out. I'm so out. Only 50 battle points. Registration July 15th to July 23rd. It is single battles. Oh, that's when you got to swap the Pokemons in and out all the time. Yeah, you got to use the Toxic. Got to, you know, Dynamax. The tournament will take place July 23rd to July 26th. You know, just happened to have the have a Pokemon Masters event this week. Have new cafe characters. Do a Pokemon Go Fest. Have a tournament this weekend, too. <laughs> I don't know. They really like to throw it all in the same week. It's like you're not even allowed to have a life anymore. You've just got to be Pokemon (laughs) 24-7. Wait till sleep comes out. Where is it? Give me me my sleep. I need the sleep. I... What happened to that program? Seriously. Sleep and Detective Pikachu, yeah. My I, my guess on sleep is because uh, the factories had to shut down in China for so long that they couldn't make the devices yet. Ah, what devices? We don't no, even yeah, know the, that much. The, oh, yeah, no, 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 they there was a it. little thing you, you put on your bed. Yeah, so It was oh, called the yeah, Pokemon yeah. Go Plus Plus. Remember, it had a beautiful name. It, oh, that's right. The Plus I Plus. Had, I had wiped that out of my memory because it was so bad. So you can't launch a mobile app if you don't have the dumb little plastic thing to dongle. put on your pillow the dongle <laughs> no dongle no dice that would be that is my guess is they couldn't the the dongle's not done being made 
We gotta get an insider out in China to check yep. on dongle <laughs> assembly. Chinese listeners, find the dongle. <laughs> Let us know where the dongle is. Single battles this weekend. By the time this podcast goes up, tournament will be over. But that happened. Fifty battle points. Don't worry, you didn't miss out on a shirt. We will definitely let you know when another ball guy shirt is coming. Oh, for sure. Luxury ball guy is the one I am waiting for. Oh, I'll be in that tournament. Uh, maybe you haven't bought the DLC yet. Maybe you're unsure what it includes. Pokemon.com here kind of really lists everything that the DLC has. Uh, so we're, we'll go through it real quick. Just a friendly reminder. Uh, first one is you can get rare items with the Cram-O-Matic. It says hopefully after it too. The Scam-O-Matic? The Scam-O-Matic, yeah. yeah. Uh, while, scamming, scamming, scamming. While you spend most of your time on the Isle of Armor working with the Dojo Master Mustard and his wife... It's their son who may keep you coming back, thanks to the bizarre item combining contraption. You'll have to give him just some watts to get it started, but as you might expect, this device that isn't even functional when you arrive is a bit unreliable. With a bit of luck, the Cramomatic can churn out some rare items. Otherwise, you can only get in limited qualities, quantities, or quality. Quality of the <laughs> item is pretty bad, too. To use the Cramomatic, insert four items. Cross your fingers as a strange device combines them. Hopefully you get an item that is rarer than what you put in. This process can create such cool items as rare candies to make ability capsules or bottle caps to make gold bottle caps. But while you may... But what may be the most interesting is the ability to make rare pokeballs like heavy balls, love balls, or even safari and sport balls. To make these items... Is that, is to, that on your infographic? It is, it is. I okay. made an infographic. Thank you. To make the uh, sport ball and safari ball are a one in a thousand chance. Uh, so rude. Well, it's less uh, easier to find than a shiny Pokemon, technically. How do I get my ball charm? Uh, no ball charm yet. To make mm. these items, you'll have to find the appropriate colored apricorns on the island, combining them. Making Pokeballs this way is not quite as reliable as the process Kurt used in the Johto region's Azelia town. Um... And I think actually when you make your first apricorn ball, like let's say you pop out a love ball. Um, what's his name? What's that kid's name? Charlie? Uh, no, it was Griffin. like Milo or something. No, it wasn't Milo. Dijon? It was, no. Dijon. It had nothing to do with mustard. And you guys looked it up for me and I was just so disappointed. Yeah. Uh, it's like, when is it Wendell? No, it's something. Mayo. Uh <laughs> He'll he'll pretty much tell you that like uh, Kurt visited one time and the thing doesn't make him as good as Kurt or something like that. He gives you some dialogue about Kurt. Uh, teach your new Pokemon uh, hide. hide hide is the sun. Yeah, there you uh, go. Hide is the sun. Hide the honey mustard. Teach your Pokemon new incredible moves. After you get to a certain point into the adventure, you'll find one of Mustard's students is willing to teach your Pokemon some never-before-seen moves. As long as you're willing to cough up ten, sorry, five pieces of Armorite ore per move, might seem like a high price. It's not. If you haven't spent a lot of time... It's really not. (laughs) Moves are worth it. Unlike move tutors of past Pokemon adventures, this fellow teaches moves that no Pokemon have ever been able to learn before. Each of these moves are very impactful, especially when used in battles against your friends or online players. Most of the moves Is one fall- of them close combat? <laughs> no, never before seen moves. Okay. Most of these moves fall under two categories. Multi-hit attacks like dual wing beat 
or triple and triple axle that seem to fi fit the martial arts theme of the dojo. And the trickier attacks like Grassy Glide, Expanding Force, and Burning Jealousy that have their full effect in battle when certain conditions are happening. Those three moves are incredibly popular. Uh, if only Avery were able to create some psychic terrain for you. If you were looking for some more Armorite ore, if you do well in ranked battle and you want to invest teaching your Pokemon some of these new attacks, you gotta spend Armorite ore to make Armorite ore. They're referring to here is if you make it to master rank in either double or singles or both, you will get 30 armorite ore for the end of the season. But you get about one to two armorite ore per max raid battle, so it's they're not hard to get. Yeah, but then I got to do max raid battles. You could have got that shiny Waylord. Could have, should have, would have. Oh, yeah. When, when everybody has a shiny Waylord, it's not special. No it's one has special. a shiny Waylord. They're just. They're just giving it away. Uh, what about collecting non-native forms of Pokemon from Galar? Uh, some Pokemon native to Galar have different forms that can be found in other regions. If you don't have a huge backlog of Pokemon in Pokemon Home, you might be wondering how to get some of these on your teams. Worry not. There are two different ways to add these Pokemon to your collection. Uh, number one, as you journey across the Island of Armor, you will meet a trainer looking to trade Galarian Regionals. Forms Galarian regional forms of Meowth, Ponyta, Mr. Mime, and others in exchange for forms not found in Galar. And it isn't just the Pokemon with Galarian forms that you can trade this way. You also will be able to trade Executor or Marowak for the Alolan region variants. That's really good for people who haven't played Sun and Moon. If you're looking for even more regional variants, you will meet a man who is crazy about Alolan Diglett. As you start your adventure, you can help him seek out 151 missing Alolan Diglett. And he will help you fill out your collection with many rare Pokemon, including Alolan Vulpix, Slowpoke found outside the Isle of Armor, and other regional variants. Plus, these Pokemon will have their hidden abilities, and there will be uh, and better than normal individual strengths too. If you're really determined to track down a ton of Diglett, he will also give you a first partner Pokemon from the Alola region for finding... A hundred. Find 150, and you will get your very own Alolan Diglett that is excellent in battle. Just don't get obsessed with it like that guy is. There's no such thing as a Diglett that's excellent in battle. <laughs> <sighs> will, did you finish your Diglett? Not yet, no. Greg still, did, though, right? I literally just got my cub food to level 70 this week, so we we got to hit one of them towers. Which one are you going to do? The dark one, of course. <laughs> I'm drawn to darkness. <laughs> True. I need to do my sword one so I can get my other one. I have not completed the... I'm missing, like... There's, like, one... There's one area that has, like, 16 when you start, and I'm, like, missing three. <laughs> and I'm, like... I don't, I have to sit down and get a guide because I don't know where they are and I can't be bothered. Like, with the, if I was getting a shirt, I'd be all for it. Knowing when I'm actually getting, I'm like, I can wait. Yeah, I already got one of them. I got a lot of them. I can go play the game where I can get a lot more for free. Yeah. Uh, how I can get 151 of my own and transfer them over. Familiar are you guys with Diggin' Ma and Diggin' Pa? I don't like Diggin' Ma. I like Diggin' Pa. Uh, I don't know. Digging Pa is kind of like greedy. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
If you explored the wild area during your initial journey, you probably met the digging duo, a pair of brothers who would dig up items for Watts. Uh, on the island, you can, on the Isle of Armor, you can encounter some new digging experts or perhaps some older ones. Diggin' Pa and Diggin' Ma are on the job. But they want currency more valuable than Watts. They want Armorite ore. You'll have an easier time finding Diggin' Pa, who is outside the training lowlands. In exchange for Armorite ore, he'll dig you up some Watts. If you find yourself with a surplus of Armorite ore, uh, he can help you turn it into Watts to spend on other activities. Diggin' Ma is a bit trickier to find. Uh, as you'll have to hunt her down as she's in new locations each time you want her to dig. She'll offer you a single piece of Armorite ore, or you can tell her to hold on to it to start digging. Choose the latter, and she'll dig for more Armorite ore until you tell her to stop. Be careful. Her shovel can break at any time, and you'll lose all the Armorite ore she, she found. Get lucky, and you could end up with buckets of Armorite ore, or you could get nothing. I don't think I've gotten more than four Armorite ore from her. I stopped. She's a, she, uh, she has broken her shovel every single time. Yeah, it's like, no. <laughs> it's not worth it. I lose everything. I don't even keep the ones you found. Like, what? Your shovel broke, and then you reburied all the ore you found? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> what What kind of terrible digger are you? It's like, well, my shovel broke, so I'm just going to fill in this hole. Let's not see my error. I'm going to cover my sins so you don't get anything. It's terrible. It is exciting to find her. She does move around. No, it's not. <laughs> it's like, no, steer away from that scam. That's worse than the machine, and that's always there. You don't, you don't like the digging ma, digging pa. Prove that your older Pokemon are battle ready. I mean, I like digging pa. Did you? Not, you didn't even cover digging pa, did you? Did I miss yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, it just says Ar- armor right for, for watts. Yeah, armor the watts, right for watts. But like, the, you get all the watts. Yeah, but the shovel breaks. But honey, honey milks you dry. Yeah, but wow. then you get to go on a date with her. So is that? That's a married woman. Oh, she. She don't care. Yeah, she don't care. She knows what she's about. I don't know what world you people live in. Tell me about my old Pokemon and how I'm going to revitalize them. If yeah. you've transferred Pokemon from a game other than Sword and Shield through Pokemon Home, you may have noticed they may not be eligible for ranked battles in Victory Stadium or for most official competitions. While in the past you would have to catch new Pokemon for these battles, a helpful new character in the back of the battle tower in Winden can give you uh, can give your imported Pokemon a battle-ready symbol, allowing them to be used in battle uh, that was previously restricted to Pokemon caught or hatched in Galar. Pokemon given the battle-ready symbol will forget all their current moves and learn a new set. It is possible some forgotten moves cannot be relearned, so be careful. We've talked about this dude before. Yeah. He's good. Can we can we talk about the 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 no. rumor? Of uh, the Isle of Armor, or sorry, the Crown the, Tundra. What's the rumor? No, what's yeah, the rumor? tell me. It's rumor, a, rumor, gossip, it's a, it's gossip. An item that will be in the game that the data miners found, so we don't know if it's true or not. It's not true. But there, the rumor is that there will be a hidden ability capsule in the Crown Tundra. Ooh, so even better than oh, an ability capsule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is, that is the rumor. It's like, I mean, I'm there for it. I mean, when you're breeding for a hidden ability or you found one with a mark, but, you know, can change it, that's worth it. That's way worth it. Yeah, I mean, it's one of probably the last two things that people have complained about, which is hidden ability and um, 
zero IV bottle caps are probably the only yeah. two competitive complaints at this well, point. Well, and one specific, this one specific Twitch streamer goes on about this all the time. A de-evolution spray. And like oh, never yeah. De-evolution spray about would be good, too. Yeah, what if you accidentally evolved, uh, you know, your your dust skull all the way up to dust clops, and then you realize that dust clops is actually not, <laughs> or dust noir, sorry, and then you were like, oh, dust clops is actually better than dust noir. Then you get good scrub. Then you got to start all over again. What if you accidentally caught a shiny pidgey and then you weren't paying attention, and then you evolved the pidgey into a pidgeotto, but you wanted to be a pidgey forever? <laughs> then you need to get Catch good scrub. One. Catch another one. I wonder, okay, so if they do do a hidden ability capsule, I wonder what it would be. Like 100 battle points? 50 battle points? Like an ability capsule is already 50. Well, maybe it's not battle points at all. Maybe you have to win it some other way. I mean, I would imagine that it would say it's 50. Like, there's nothing particularly special about, I mean, if you're going to do it as a capsule, why not just keep it at the same price? They've always made hidden ability Pokemon like slightly, like they always, not like harder, but they always added like one more hoop to jump through for hidden ability stuff. Yeah, I feel like though, if you're already just admitting, hey, we're gonna, (laughs) we're gonna just capsule this away that. Like if you wanted hidden, like if you wanted a hidden ability starter, you have to, you know, sign up for Pokemon Bank, sign up for Pokemon Home, we're giving out a hidden ability starters and you gotta. You know, trade, 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 breed them and trade them, and that's if you miss the event, that's how you got to do it. And it's like if yeah, you want but hidden like ability, in two weeks, you oh. go to Reddit and it's like I have five thousand <laughs> yep. hidden ability yeah. ones. Who wants one? And you don't even care about their IVs because you're only looking for the hidden ability. Like within two weeks, that gate is obliterated and forgotten. What if you wanted, uh, you know, hidden ability Mewtwo? You got to buy Pokemon red and blue on the virtual console and then play it and then catch it and then transfer it up. What is hidden ability Mewtwo? It's just, it just changes from Probably pressure like to unnerve. or something. No, it's, they're both bad. It's pressure and unnerve is Mewtwo's abilities. They're both bad. Oh, but Mega is insomnia. Oh, that's not awful. I mean, it's not great. It's better it's than great. pressure. <laughs> oh, Mega Mewtwo X is steadfast. What is steadfast? Increases the user's speed when flinched. Oh. That's not that good. None of these are good. Nobody wants to use the capsule on Mewtwo. Your your example is garbage. Next. I, I just can't. Okay, so I can't see them making the hidden ability like, well, maybe they can. I don't know. Like a gimmick. Because the whole point of it is to lower the barrier for competitive. And they already know their competitive people don't actually play the video game. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. The amount of battles that I've had with people through ranked, and it's just... I, I feel like... The standard trainer card with the basic outfit because they haven't progressed past yeah whatever the first town is. I feel like they could... Uh, if they don't keep it the same, which is I think they should do, then they're, pro- they're probably going to double it, which is just dumb. Because the people who really want that, who are big competitors, that 100 is not a barrier. (laughs) It's just... Yeah, you're right. Like, anyone who is battling nonstop, even if it was 200 battle points, like, that's pretty easy for them to come by. I mean, you're getting, like, two battle points per battle. You're getting 600 battle points after a season. And there aren't that many good hidden abilities. Like, there are a handful that 
the hidden ability is better, but I don't think it's across the board for competitive that people will pick the hidden ability over one of their standard abilities. Depends, depends on the team makeup yeah. that you're trying to make. That's that's all it comes down to. But at this point, what makes a hidden ability a hidden ability? <laughs> dream world. You have to go to the dream world to get it. Yeah. Or you have to do raids. It just seems weird that they've kind of protected this for so long. And now they're just like, well, here's an item. Hey, we don't know. We don't know. Maybe you only get one per yeah. game. Yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe you can't buy it, but I think I still think that would be weird. I mean, they've protected a lot of things for so long and have lowered the barrier. Shiny charms, mark charm. They have l- continually lowered the barrier for things that they protected. Move tutors. Breeding egg moves onto existing Pokemon. Like, they yeah. are blowing out all of the things that are just pointless barriers. There is no reason for them to be there. It they have seemed to have a track record where they always seem to reward players who buy their second version, right? So like in yeah. Sun and Moon, there were no there were no move tutors, and uh, I think they made it like way easier to get like bottle caps or something. And so they're rewarding they are rewarding people who are buying the DLC with these quality of life features, which I guess is probably the the best thing you can offer. Uh, because they have removed stuff before. Like, again, in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, they were like, here's Rotom Boost. You get in Hatch Eggs faster. You can get more money. You can get more experience by activating these boosts. And now we remove all those for the next game. Yeah, because it's a different region, and the Rotoms behave differently. There's yep. a Rotom, I almost said a bad word, <laughs> Rotom grass floating around on an island out there for no reason it's no stuck. logical it, it is stuck it's stuck it can't mow across the and water. every time i catch it it comes back and i'm like it's like oh unlike <laughs> oh ooh, ooh. did you know we somebody in our slack sent me a snap of waylord coming back oh alex yeah, yeah alex. Al- alex got the waylord back yep alex got the waylord and i asked how did you get this I asked him the same question, and he and said, I don't know. I don't that know. That is the which answer is to everyone. Heartbreaking. No one like knows how-, how to get it back. Mine is not back yet. I've played every day since the DLC. Uh, that's the problem. You need to take a day off. I, I, yep. I have defeated Honey. I have crammed Oscammed. I have done countless raids. I have, I have done everything, and Waylord is not back. I don't know what it is. Have you brought all Reggie's to the island? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I need a party of six quailfish. And I need to spin in a circle. Okay, some other things you can do. Maybe you're still not convinced on this DLC. You can give Pokemon the Gigantamax Factor. This is another thing we were talking about. Remember before the DLC... Remember before Sword and Shield came out? We were like... I was like... I remember this specifically because I was like, why would you... If they're... If they're restricting Gigantamax Pokemon to raids, why would you catch a Rookidee and evolve it into Corviknight when you know it can't Gigantamax? And that's what they actually did. They left, like, you could only get Gigantamax Corviknight in raids. Your Rookidee could not do that. But in the DLC, you'll get a chance to sample Max Soup during your adventure. You can ladle out some to add the Gigantamax form to any Pokemon able to Gigantamax. If you're attached to a particular Pokemon, perhaps your first partner Pokemon, an old favorite transferred from home, or a shiny Pokemon, you can use the Max Soup to get them uh, uh, to get them on an even playing field with the rarest Pokemon in Galar. 
The only Pokemon you have to assist further for this is the picky Urshifu. To create more Max Soup, venture out into the Courageous Cavern, Brawler, Brawler's Cave, Forest of Focus, or Warm-Up Tunnel to find Max Mushrooms. If you can't find Max Mushrooms in these locations, try completing some Max Raid Battles before looking again. Got to lower that, air, the, lower that barrier of entry. Yep. Yep. Get it down so that everybody wants to play. Reset your Pokemon base stat totals. We have not talked about this lady. Uh, as your Pokemon defeat other Pokemon and consume vitamins, it'll start to excel in certain stats, which are represented by its base points. If, you would like, if you'd like your Pokemon to have different stats... It normally requires feeding them an extravagant amount of special berries to wipe <laughs> slate. To extravagant? Wipe... Yeah, that's what yes. I said. Extravagant. Uh, to wipe their slate clean. In the Isle of Armor, on a small island in Workout Sea, you'll find a girl named Lady Clear, who will be able to erase your Pokemon's base points more easily. For 10 Armorite Ore, she'll clear them all instantly, removing the headache and letting you get right back to training. And finally... Your marked charm on Isle of Armor. It wouldn't be a new Pokemon adventure without a new Pokedex to complete. The Isle of Armor is home to 200 Pokemon, many of which are not found in the mainland of Galar. Track down all the Pokemon and return to the Island of Armor station. Talk to the scientists there. When you do, she'll reward you with a new item, the Mark Charm, which will increase the odds of the wild Pokemon having a certain mark. You find a Pokemon with a mark. If it has one, it will appear in the ribbon tab. A Pokemon with a mark also has a special message when sent into battle. Whether you're looking to train Pokemon or taking in the new sights, we hope you enjoy your time in the Isle of Armor. Keep an eye out for other neat features on the Isle of Armor, like a helpful woman who can change the color of your Rotom bike. Don't get tripped up by the island's speedy, slowpoke, or tricky trainers. Look forward to the second part of the expansion in fall of 2020. There you go. They didn't talk about Mustard's Battle League, or whatever it's called, sparring. That's a secret still. Secrets. Secrets. Secret. Secret. I don't know. I think the, uh, I think the DLC was worth it. I mean, I keep playing it every day, yeah. so I'm gotten my dollar's worth. I play it every Monday for raid night, and then a couple of times during the week. But I forget that I, <laughs> I keep thinking, oh, did I pick up Leon's clothing items? And I always check the mystery gift. I'm like, oh, yeah, I did. I need to finally remember that I have them because I keep thinking that there should be more to the outfit than. Yeah, there's only two. It's like the. There's only two. Legging and the the leggings and the hat. And for a while, I was having a hairstyle that could not wear hats. And then you get a shirt. You get a shirt normally when you beat them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That is all the news. Greg, question of the week. Whoa, whoa, oh, 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 question of the week. I'm not sure, but was that Beyonce? Sure. Okay. Kevin says, if you can have, Kevin from our Slack community, you could have one item from the Pokemon, from the Poke World IRL, what would you pick? One item? One item? I guess like the things you can give to your Pokemon to hold. Or like a key item? Can I do like a Rotom bike? I mean, sure. Why not? Yeah, that goes a, in your bag too. That goes in your bag. That that's where my mind went first was Rotom bike. I mean, it fits in my backpack, and it's a bike, and it's a Rotom. I don't think Will can put his bike in his backpack. You are correct. Okay, I have both I of have, my bikes are too large. <laughs> I have, I have a fundamental question. 
and we can put this up for debate. If I'm holding an amulet coin and its payday, is my paycheck doubled? Oh, I would assume yes. so, yeah. All right, Absolutely. then I want an amulet coin. <laughs> Dang, that's a good choice. That's a really good choice. You'd have enough money to buy my bike off me. <laughs> yeah. I'm going with amulet coin. Hmm. I imagine that like I go and buy something when I get the change. The change is doubled. I'm making money off of every sale. Yeah? pretty good i don't know i kind of want to say a quick claw Ooh! because sometimes i go faster 16 <laughs> percent of the time <laughs> isn't it 18.75 it might be 18. or is it 16 uh it's either 18 or 16 i can't remember it's not good still when it hits it feels good when it hits feels good when it hits <laughs> Look, I, you got to take your bonuses where you can get them in this world. Absolutely. Rotom bike, amulet coin, quick claw, the three best items in the Pokemon world. <laughs> well, I mean, I might do a sharp beak, maybe. You doing with a shark beak? I feel like you could buy those at Target. Buy many of them. If, if Target is still on side, then yeah, I yeah. actually buy a ton of like protectors and Reaper cloths and all that. What am I going to do with a protector? That sales dude is the worst. It's just the worst. And he's Thanks, got a terrible attitude. He's the exactly. worst attitude. <laughs> exactly. Like I, every day I'm coming and buying from you an ounce of gratitude, and I have bought doubles, triples quadruples of your terrible items in the hopes that one day you'll say something nice or be happy that I'm giving you my hard-earned cash. I go next door to your friend who's more than happy to buy my junk for double, triple price. That guy's a good salesperson. You're a jerk. Eight months since this game's been out, I think I've gotten two chipped pots. Oh, I just, they're, they're yeah, exactly. It has to be a one in a hundred <laughs> chance. So bad. That's how they keep you coming back. That's so you true. can get them chip pots. I do like the dailies. Look, I like I'm I'm a sucker for dailies in a game. I do my lotto when I first booted up. I hit up the stow inside, brothers. Check my trees, check my dens. So here's a question. What can I get for weather stones? Mm, I'm sure the cram will take them. I don't know what he gives you though. That's what I'm saying. Find out what, if I stick some weather stones in the scamomatic, what pops out. I know if you have a bunch of Dynamax candy and you don't know what to do with it, you can just stuff that into the cram. <laughs> uh, it I gives mean, you there a... a dragon fang, I think. Is it cramomatic? Cramomatic, yeah. The weather stones have to give you something, right? Yeah, they do. Everything gives you something. Yeah, it'll give you a sachet for evolving. <laughs> Freaking Flonase. Flonase. Will. <laughs> What's our Pokemon of the Week? Well, last week's Pokemon of the Week, uh, I read a paragraph that had a lot of words in it where if you were paying attention, I gave them a particular emphasis. Um, also, Greg ruined the Pokemon of the Week by saying it in a sentence with a particular <laughs> emphasis at the beginning of the program. I did not ruin it. The words were things like uh, terrible and frightful 
and horrible and grim, etc., etc., etc. So what, who was the Pokemon? Oh, I also mentioned the date July 19th, 2020, which on, honestly, <sighs> who's the Pokemon of the week? It's Lillipup. Lillipup. He said it no. was frightful. <laughs> yes. Lillipup is cute. Lillipup is frightful. How dare. It's ghastly. It, correct. It's okay. yes. the week In the 10 years we've done this show, are you saying we've never done Ghastly as Pokemon of the Week? I don't know. No, no. I got repeats already because I did Chat Hot like seven years ago, dude. I thought you did Chat Hot like... Last week. <laughs> yeah, last week. <laughs> I did. I, I'm, I'm getting on repeats. You know, some, some Pokemon aren't made for Pokemon of the Week. You've got that so right. Like, uh, what comes after Trico? Septile? No. Grovile. Grovile? Hey, nobody want no Grovile. I do. That's true. Oh. No one wants a Grovile. Um, Everybody wants Grovile. It's a punk. A great punk. Sure it is. No Pokemon have the same type combination as Ghastly and its evolved forms. Despite all of them being poison Pokemon, Ghastly and its evolutionary family were not, not able to learn poison type moves by leveling up Prior to Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Ghastly has, is tied with the lowest HP stat of all Poison-type Pokemon with Venipede, the lowest defense stat of all Poison-type Pokemon with Weedle, and the lowest defense stat of all Ghost-type Pokemon with Dreepy. Ghastly is a ball. Yep. The big ball of gas. Ghastly is one of my favorite Pokemon. It's very cute. Definitely. Although I mean that whole had, line, I love them all really. The shiny is so bad. It was so hard yes. on Ghastly Day to be like, is this actually shiny? I'm in the sunlight and I can't tell if the purple is slightly brighter. They should have made it that whole shiny line white. True. I agree. With red eyes. We could have a awesome. whole podcast complaining about shiny colors. We All should right, do that. Remember when up. we were going to do special podcasts for like quarterly, et cetera, et cetera? Uh-huh. We'll put that yeah. on the schedule. We're doing right. the, the shiny complaint cast. <laughs> oh, boy. We're going to do our top 10 worst shiny. <laughs> what are we? They're all going to be lime green. I don't know. I think Cramer uh, has got a pretty terrible shiny. Gar- shut your mouth. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Came for his baby, you see. <laughs> You ready for this week's Pokemon? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Well, the truth has been revealed. It was a mistake to animate some Pokemon in the overworld. I recently had a Pokemon as the first Pokemon in my party, holding a lucky egg so that it could soak up as much experience as possible and evolve into its final evolution. It first evolves at level 30 and then does not reach its final evolution until it hits level 55. That is a long time and a lot of experience required for someone who doesn't use experience candies. The problem is, this middle evolution does not have any arms or legs, so in the overworld, it just kind of hops around. Even worse, its bottom comes to a kind of point, so it looks like a top balanced on its point that could tip over at any moment. Since its only animation is its eyes, it just sort of looks angry and sad as it follows you, hop, hop, <laughs> hopping around the Isle of Armor. 
Even though this Pokemon and its predecessor are named for forms of insect maturation, it never has a bug type. Even so, you can imagine what it would be like to have a Metapod or Kakuna hopping around to follow you on your journeys and you are on the right track. I must admit, I also made the error of not paying attention to this Pokemon's typing as I had it in my party. It definitely learns dark type moves prior to evolving into its final form, including Crunch, even though it doesn't have a mouth, but it does not receive a stab bonus for those. Hand in hand with that, it loses stab on Earthquake when it reaches its final evolution. In the future, I would argue that the animators should include a little wagon to pull Pokemon similar to these around in until they have legs of their own. There you go. That's it. That's it. That's your Pokemon of the week. Next week will be our 10-year anniversary show. Can't believe believe it's been 10 years. Long time. Uh, To celebrate... We will be able to bring Aaron back. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> no. Aaron has played Sword and Shield. Uh, to celebrate, we'll be launching a brand new project on July 31st. So keep your eyes peeled to Twitter, Discord, Slack, whatever. And we'll talk about it on, you know, next week's show, obviously, because it'll be launched uh, before before that weekend. So July 31st, new project. Very exciting. Very excited to show you guys. Uh, have fun with Pokemon Go Fest. Oh, wait. Pokemon Go Fest will be over. Hopefully, you had fun with Pokemon Go Fest. I'm yeah. excited for Pokemon Go Fest. Uh, big Twitch stream on July 29th. If you want to fa- podcast awards one more time, podcastawards.com. Give us a vote, please. And hopefully, we can make it into the finals. Greg is at White Wing on Twitter. Will at Wash in the Sink. I'm at Dragging a Lake Podcast. On Twitter, P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T, same as YouTube, Twitch, Instagram, etc. Uh, all that stuff. If you want to go above and beyond and you want to leave us a review in Apple Podcasts, that would be great. Uh, I don't think we said that in months, but always a good time to review. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Wash your hands, wear a mask. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... Super effective. Super shiny Cramorant stinks. Yep. A quick shout out to everyone who supports us on Patreon. If you would like to support It's Super Effective, you can head over to patreon.com slash it's super effective, or you can head over to isc.cash if you would like to support the podcast. A shout out to our producers of this episode, Kevin, Potato, Raitan, Liam, Courtney, Casey, Kay, Patrick, Jetsy, Catherine, and Matthew, a special thanks to our executive producers, Spencer, Anthony, and Lewis. Thank you guys so much for your support. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will see you next week. <laughs>